Welcome back to this episode of the Shooting Bricks podcast. And guys, well, it's been a it's been an interesting week and we're going to be doing a little bit something a little bit different. But first, as always, I'm Jared Castillo and I'm joined by uh it's been it's off season folks. I'm Daniel Hen and joining me as well. Hey, just like this guy in the background here, this episode might just be magic. It's your boy, really, really, really says. It might just be magic indeed. And you know what? We're going to do something a little bit different. Daniel, you want to let the people know what's going on? Yes, folks. As I said before, it is officially off-season now. Free agency period has, has ended. And thus, the news cycle has definitely slowed. So that means we are here for another episode of Shoot Your Shot. It is a trivia game. Uh, I made up the questions this time. As you remember, last season, um, Jared made the questions. But since I made them, I will be taking charge for this brief moment in moderation. So the the rules of shoot your shot are simple. There will be a total of seven questions. A right answer is a total of one point. The first person to reach four points will win this game. A victor can still be declared, even if they didn't reach four points, as long as he or she have the majority by the by game's end. If there's a tie, I'll ask at minimum two more questions. If if there is no um, solution after that, one more will be asked. If all options are exhausted, it will be considered a tie. Each person gets 30 seconds to answer. That per- The person that didn't answer the question correctly, automatically the other person gets the right to steal. And the person who got the wrong the question wrong the first time will have first dibs on the question that comes after the previous one. Um, each person are given three lifelines. The first is a timeout, an addition of 30 seconds to the original question. Um, so if there was 15 seconds left, you get your now time is 45 seconds. Uh, the second lifeline is a turnover. That means one to two choices are removed out of play. Um, it gives, it's up to the player to remember the options that are still left. Then there's the coach's challenge. If that means you get an extra lot, uh, chance to answer that question. So that's, that's, these are the rules of the game. There are seven question, questions involved here. Gentlemen, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. How about hey, you, shout out, to, shout out to Lance Stevenson because uh, I'm born ready. Former Laker too. Shout out. Yeah. What? Daniel, as always. Let us have it. All right. In three, two, one. All right, Jared, you're up first. 30, you got 30 seconds. Okay. Which, when the first question is, when was Charles Barkley named the NBA rebounding leader? Your options are A, 1988, B, 1984, C, 1986, D, 1987. You got... 30 seconds. I'm going to just say right off the bat, it is 1987. Because 86 would be too close. 84 is when he was drafted. 88 seems a little bit too far. So. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Jared. Wow. Charles Berkeley was the rebounding leader in the 1986 and 87 season. His career average... He averaged that season a career high of 14.6 rebounds. Jared, you're on the board. You're in the lead. One point. Dude, shout out to Charles Barkley, though. Like, 
four, almost 15 boards a game at six foot four. The round mound of rebound. Shout out to him. Hey, give well, him his extra yeah. extra inches with his shoes. Come on now. Them shoes so, give him a good two inches. <laughs> I mean, that's what they all say, right? I mean, yeah. dudes are going to be like, hey, I'm six foot. Add two inches. If you're 5'9", you say you're six foot, right? Add two inches, whatever have you. We've all been there. Don't lie. If you're if you're listening to this, don't lie. We you know we've all been there. Except for G. He's six foot three. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, are you ready for the next question, Jarrell? You will be you'll be you'll be given first chance to answer this question. Are you ready? Awesome. Yeah, and just in case the viewers aren't reading the description, this is a trivia based on 1980s NBA basketball, correct? Correct. Yeah. 1980s okay. basketball is what we're doing today. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Jarrell, are you ready? Yes, sir. Born ready. All right. Which player of the Boston Big Three in the 1980s played <laughs> over 1,500 games and scored over 20,000 points? You will have three options for this answer. A, Larry Bird. B, Robert Parrish. Or three, the great Kevin McHale. You have 30 seconds. First of all, the Celtics. <laughs> I feel like this is a, a trick question, but... I'm going to try not to overthink it here, and I'm going to roll with Larry Bird. Jared. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have a lifeline I can use, correct? Yes, you have a lifeline. All right. I ain't trying to let Jared steal this one. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. And use my coach's challenge to give him another chance at, at, at a question. Can I use that? Okay. For this? Use it. Go ahead. You have no more coach's challenge, but go ahead. Okay. So the remaining two is Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale, correct? Damn. Yes. If I get this wrong, bro, just fire me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Kevin McHale. Uh, 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 oh, uh, my God. Wrong. <laughs> the correct answer yeah. to this question was indeed. Robert Parrish. Parrish finished his 21-year career having played over 1,611 games and scored a total of 23,334 points. Larry Bird was infamous for his back issues and was forced to retire in, in the year 1992. Mikel followed shortly after retiring in 1993. Parrish didn't really retire from the game until the year 1997, the second, the Jordan's fifth championship. So yeah, Robert Parrish... Robert Parrish kind of had a long career after both of them retired. I should have paid attention to the games. I was thinking <laughs> about the points. Dude, I mean, Robert Parrish, he, he was there forever, dude. I remember that. I remember he was really friggin' old when he was with Michael Jordan. I think he was like, I think he averaged less than a minute or something, less than five minutes per game in his last season, something like that, something oh, crazy. Man, yeah, he was around. He was a big body, so big for nothing. At the end, though, not not before that, but... <laughs> so what is it 1-0 it's 1-0 Jared is in the lead two questions have been answered you'd love to hear are you it. ready for the third Jared are you ready for the third I am let's do this alright so the third question is when did Michael Jeffrey Jordan win his first MVP award your answers are A 1989, B, 1988, C, 1985, Magic's 
championship year, or D, 1987. You have 30 seconds. So, okay. 88 was a bad year for the Bulls, right? That was the shot against the Cavs. 85 was too close. 87 is too close because that's still the, the, those are the years that the Bulls were still bad. I'm going to have to say 89 because I think that, I think that that's when the, uh, one of the Air Jordans came out. All of them came out. So I'm just going to say 89, final answer because it sounds good. No, you were wrong. It was B, 1988. Oh, well, all right. I thought you was was gonna have a chance to answer that, but it's it's all good. Nineteen eighty eight. Screwed really. up there. Apologies, it's, folks. It's fine. It happens. It happens. Nineteen eighty eight. Wow. Like, what did he? Uh, what did he average? Uh, I did not get that far, but Jordan was presented with the award on June first, nineteen eighty eight. A little less than a year later, Jordan would make his iconic shot against Craig Elo in the nineteen eighty nine playoffs. There we go. I knew it was it was one of those two. Damn it. I mean, it's really so, tough to to answer things 40 years before. But So, since I up there as the moderator, forgive me folks. This is my first time moderating. I will automatically give G one point since I f***ed up. My apologies, Jarrell. Wow. You should I, really I have... <laughs> <laughs> no you, should, here. you should do that more so I get an extra point too. Okay. Yeah. Apologies okay. to the fans listening in. But that won't oh happen again. Oh my god! Okay, let's let's get these stats ready. All right, ready? So Michael Jordan, it. the year that he won the MVP, averaged thirty-five points per game. Wow! Five point five rebounds per game. He averaged one point six blocks per game and five point nine assists. In addition to winning the MVP in nineteen eighty-eight, Michael Jordan also won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I mean, you you it, you kind of expected it. Plus, didn't he win like a slam dunk or whatever? And uh, all-star game MVP or something crazy like that. He he had to have had done that. Michael Jordan is different. He's a, he's a different beast. He's a different beast for sure. Literally born different. He's built different too. But yeah, Probably. you'll never see a player like him. Whoever. Now nah, I'm not gonna say anything. I don't want to. I don't want to stir up controversy. But all right, Daniel, what you got <laughs> next for us? Jared, you should finish your controversial points next time. I do it all the time. Don't worry. The, the backlash isn't as, bad, isn't as bad. So fourth question. I will, not, I will follow my, the rules I have set for myself. All right. Question number four. Uh, Jarrell, since I screwed you over, uh, you, you'll get first dibs here. Uh, I warn you, the fourth question is going to be a tricky one. The fourth oh, question Lord. is simply is, which team? Drafted the great Dominique Wilkins in the 1982 NBA draft. You have 30 seconds. So I don't have, I don't uh, have, uh, your choices. Excuse me. Your, your, your choices are the Jazz, B, the Warriors, C, the Knicks, D, the Atlanta Hawks. Sorry, you have 30 seconds. Jazz, Warriors, Knicks. So it's not the Hawks because you said it was a trick question. And that's, a it's a trick play. question. I didn't say anything. So Warriors, Jazz, and Knicks. Uh, the Warriors are known for just trading prospects, and the Knicks Don't are known to man. do it. Um, f- I'm gonna go. Damn it! Ah, uh, uh, this is tough. Um, I'm gonna go with the Warriors. Nope, nope, no. 
I'm sorry, sir. You are wrong. Jared, you have you have the response. It is in your court. Your choices are A, the Jazz, the Warriors, B, C, the New York Knickerbockers, and D, the Atlanta Hawks. Jared, you have 30 seconds. Ooh wee. Uh hmm. The Knickerbockers, they I mean, they're fine in the 80s because they had Patrick Ewing at some point, but they're also bad to get Patrick Ewing. You said the Jazz? Jazz, Warriors, Knicks. Jazz is A. Jazz is A, B's Warriors, C, Knicks, D, Hawks. I'm going to say, you know, this is, it has to be the Hawks. It has to be the Hawks. Final answer, Hawks. No, no, no. You are wrong, gentlemen. Since neither of you got it right, the right answer is A, the Utah Jazz. What? <laughs> Let me explain, guys. Let me explain, gentlemen. Dominic Wilkins was initially drafted by the Utah Jazz in 1982 draft. But the big news was Dominic Wilkins actually did not want to play in Utah, and the Jazz were having cash flow problems. Cash flow problems. So basically, they were, you know, the, the Utah Jazz were financially struggling. So they eventually traded him to the Atlanta Hawks months after the draft happened for players for in, in, in trade for John Drew, Freeman Williams, and $1 million in cash. It is now considered one of the most lopsided trades in NBA history. Yeah, I think so too. Wow. <laughs> wow. It is I, a- I, I, I'm thinking about the, the, the construction of the Jazz's team because we didn't get stocking yet until 84, correct? Yeah. And when, yes. when, did, when did Malone get drafted? I think like 86 or something. I don't know. So, I don't know the Jazz. They probably don't have internet over there. <laughs> well, I mean, let's say everything worked out and they kept Dominique and had a big three of Stockton, Dominique, and Malone. Oh my lord. Imagine that would be crazy. Oh that would wow. be crazy. Human highlight reel. Ah. Oh well. Waste of career. No offense to Dominique. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just a bad organization. Oh, the jazz. Oh, okay. I was about to say I thought you, I mean, you were I was talking about Dominique Wilkins in like he he went to Atlanta. It was like it was solid. He had a solid career, Hall of Fame career. Yeah, it was a course. Hall of Fame career. But you know, if his if he had ended up, I think the Jazz thing could have made it made it altered things a little bit. Yeah, maybe if they got Stockton and Malone still. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I mean, if they had him, they probably wouldn't have gotten Stockton or Malone. That is true. We'll we'll never know. We shall never know. Anyways, Daniel, what is what question is this? Question five? Question five. Folks, we are tied at one all. It is a wow. stalemate. <laughs> yes. Uh, this has been a new experience for me so far. This is the first time I am moderating. But, Jared, since you got that question wrong, you were the last one to... Uh, since no one got it right, uh, I'm going to turn it to Darrell. Darrell, you will have the first dibs here. Question number five is, it's a simple one. Which was the sole expansion team in, ni- in the year of 1980? Your choices are A, the Dallas Mavericks, B, the Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> C, the Miami Heat, and D, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, man. G, you got 30 seconds. It's, it's not the Miami Heat or the Hornets because they came towards the 90s. And I don't 
I don't I don't think it's the Timberwolves. So what was the first choice again? The Mavericks. Uh, the I'm Mavericks like, and oh, Hornets. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> G. You are leading now to one. Here's the wow. fun fact: the NBA expanded five times in the era of the 1980s. The Mavs were the first in 1980. The Hornets and the Heat came in 1988, and the Timberwolves and the Magic came in the year 1989. Wow. Okay. Yes, there the was an era in Mavs garbage. basketball before Mark Mark Cuban. The Timberwolves yeah. been garbage, bro. Oh my God, what was they doing for six years? Six years until KG. Oh whole lot of nothing, dude. Whole lot of nothing. Two years with the Magic, and then they get Shaq. So I don't know, man. It's tough. It is tough. But what's tough is that you're up two one, and there's two questions left. I have two chances to make this happen. If you get this next one right, I'm done. So just a little bit of a, a motivator here. I still have my lifelines too. So we'll see how that goes. I was going right. to say a three down three one joke, but never mind. <laughs> not even close man not even close all right oh, Set, since g got that question right jared is now your turn you got you did not have a chance to answer the previous question so you mm-hmm. will this question will be in your court question six is after winning the 1982 nba championship the lakers were able to acquire the first pick in that year's draft which team did they acquire that pick from your choices are a the cleveland cavaliers B, the Utah Jazz. C, the future bad boy Detroit Pistons. And D, your very own Golden State Warriors. You have 30 seconds. Uh, can I use uh, my the turnover uh, lifeline? Tur- yes, you may. Your chance, your choices now are A and D, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. The Cavs. Because I'm I'm 100% confident that it's the Cavs. Because if if it wasn't the Cavs, I'd be dumb. But then they have the that you can't draft like you can't trade draft picks in in a, in consider. If you have a draft pick, you can't trade draft. Yeah, first round picks you can't trade them in consecutive drafts because their their owner at the time in the 80s. Stapien or whatever his name was, he legitimately traded all their first round draft picks because he didn't care for them. So they had to institute a rule saying, hey, you can't do this. And so I'm fairly confident it's the Cavs. This is one of their one-off, you know, one-off trades for the number one pick. Since you got your final answer within within time from the buzzer, I will give you this one. Jared Castillo, you, sir, are tied up. You are now tied to two. Ding, ding, ding. It was indeed the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, my Lord. Long story short, in the late 1970s, L.A. traded a, it was not specified, a bench player to the Cavaliers, who the Cavs thought had great potential at the time. Well, unfortunately, things didn't really work out as the Cavaliers had the worst record in 1981 and 1982 season. The Lakers would eventually use that pick to their own advantage and selected, guess who? Mr. Big game, James Worthy. Right went there. On, right who, there. <laughs> who, won, who went on to win a couple NBA championships in the Showtime era. Wow. MVP as well. Shout out to the Cavs for being perpetually bad. Bad management. Bad management indeed. But 
Correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel. This is question seven. Uh, right? Question six. There's one last official question left. Oh, all right. I'm ready. All right. Since, Jared, you got that question right, this ball will be in G's court. He did not get to answer the previous question. So for you to win this game, G is going to have to get this question wrong, and you're going to have to steal it. So pray on your knees. Damn, so, that? Okay. Jarrell, it is your turn. Question seven is this. G, are you ready? When did the late, when did the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar win his last league MVP award? Your choices are A, 1983, B, 1987, Magic's fourth championship year, C, 1984, and D, 1980. You have 30 seconds. Uh, I'm going to use my turnover. All right. Jarrell is using his turnover. The questions have, the answers have been shelved to two. Your choices now are A, 1983, D, 1980. Oh my goodness, that's so tough. <laughs> uh, 50% chance, bro. Um, Kareem was a, you know, 80 or 83. Uh, uh, 30 seconds, uh, timeout, 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 timeout. You used your timeout already. I did not. I used my coach's challenge. So 30 oh, you, seconds. Oh, you coach coaches down. Yeah, all right. 30 seconds. I will allow you okay. to have this one. Okay. Seven okay, 79 to 80 was when Magic came and he won finals MVP and Kareem got injured. So I'm gonna go with 1983. I am sorry, Damn sir. It. Your question is wrong. Jared, Jared, you the court is in the ball is in your court. In your favor, you have 30 seconds. Your choices are 1983, B, 1987, C, 1984, D, 1980. Well, I mean, just going off of what G said and the fact that he eliminated two uh, answers, I'm going to say 1983. No, no. Oh, my God. Wait, what? Wait, what? What the hell, bro? Oh, my God. G, you said 1983. He said 1980. I did it, bro. I said 1980 was the year that Magic won finals MVP and they won a championship. And that's why I went with 83. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, oh, what? The correct answer was D, 1980. Kareem oh, averaged 24.8 points per game that year, along with 3.4 blocks. And obviously, the Lakers would win their first championship under the new Magic and Kareem regime. What on earth? You know what? It, it's destined to be like this, you know, down to the very last question, right? How many questions we got left, Daniel? Since we there got- are now three tiebreaker questions. Since, Jared, you got your steal wrong, Jarrell, uh, the ball has returned to Jarrell's court. We are oh. now on question eight. All right. <laughs> literally shooting breaks. Jarrell, this is, this is literally the final penalty kick in a soccer match. Question eight is this. How many points did James Worthy average in the 1988 NBA Finals against 
the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Your options are A, 27, B, 22, C, 25, D, 21. You have 30 seconds. Big game James, man. I don't know, bro. At the time, he he was growing into his own. What, he was a six-year pro? I'm going to go with 27 points per game. Nope. Nope. You did not get that question right. Jared is now in your favor. If you win, you win today's game. Your options are A, 27, B, 22, C, 25, D, 21. You have 30 seconds. So my guess is because big game, 27 points right off the bat because it's the most. So I still have my coach's challenge and my timeout. So I'm going to say 27 points, final answer. You are unfortunately incorrect. However, I did mention that I was going to use my coach's challenge, so I have one more shot. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say 21, no, no, 22 points, 22 points. Final answer. Dun, 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 dun. You, sir, are correct. It is indeed B. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, 22 points. Oh, my Lord, dude. The Lakers will go on to beat... The bad boy Pistons that you're in, I believe, seven games. One of the more famous famous games to happen at the fabulous LA4. Jared, since you have finished with three points, Jarrell finished with two. Today, you are declared the winner of Shoot Your Shot. Congratulations. How does it feel? It feels, uh, I should have gotten that last question right too, but, you know, it is what it is. I'll take it. It, I won. I'll take it. I'll take it. But I can't wait to do this again, though. This was really, really fun, even though we had, like, a combined five points out of eight questions. So, yeah, let's do it again. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to the folks that are listening, this is my first time doing this job, so forgive me for my mistakes. It was kind of nerve-wracking monitoring, but you know what? This was fun as well, and I can't wait to do this sometime very soon. Hey, screw all the haters. You did a fantastic job, so don't worry about it. Fantastic mm-hmm. job. Perfect. I'm sorry, G. No, I'm dying of laughter because Jared, for two questions, still selected the answer that I selected that was wrong. Even for the last question, he said 27 points, and I said 27 points. So I'm like, what? Jared, what you doing? <laughs> Bro, it it is what it is, man. There's a lot. There's you got to add some suspense, right? That's what makes the game fun. But I guess so. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's just how the cookie crumbles and the ball rolls. But anything else we should know, Daniel, before we wrap things up here? It was fun moderating. It truly was. Yeah, it was really fun just being along for the ride, man. I know it's been crazy, but some one quick thing that I think you guys will find kind of crazy, too, is the fact that the Lakers have worked out IT. Darren Collison and Mike James, because they're looking to sign two players for depth. Uh, two, you know, two veteran guys, especially for that squad. Any quick thoughts on that before we wrap things up? Um, not uh, I mean, I don't think they're I mean, they're not bad signings. They're I mean, they're good signings. I think it's just the run of the mill, like it this feels like filling out the last roster spots to me. I think this team that Literally was formulated in, in in the hot in the in the 
in the height of offseason, that's that's are going to be our big figures to come this year. So not many thoughts on that, but solid nonetheless. I, I like it. As far as Darren Collison and, and, and IT goes, um, we have a lot of guards on this roster. So as much mentorship that we can get from veterans, especially veterans that have been very successful, IT was what an MVP voting at the peak of his career. And Darren Collison has Collins. Darren Collison has been a, a consistent point guard throughout his career. Remember, he pumped fake on the Lakers a couple of years ago, back when we had Lonzo Ball, like he was going to come out of retirement or whatnot. But so, yeah, and it's always a feel good story. So. I'm all for IT. I'm cool with uh, Darren Collinson as well. And if Mike James makes it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I really hope IT gets a shot because he, you really want to root for the little guy, no pun intended, because he just has had a really rough few years. So let's hope the, the Lakers do him right and sign him again for a championship. And then he could, you know, go off into the sunset all happy. But speaking of things that'll make us happy, Make sure to subscribe to the Shooting Bricks podcast and leave a review on your platform of choice. It really helps us out. Lastly, make sure to follow us on at Podcast Bricks on Twitter, at Shooting Bricks Podcast on Instagram, and at The Shooting Bricks Podcast on YouTube for all the news and the video of this episode of The Shooting Bricks Podcast. And as always, I'm Jerry Castillo. I'm Daniel Wayne. Uh, you know, playing trivia is fun and joining me as well. Shout out to the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's get it. It's your boy, Rally Rail, Terrell Sales. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>